0: The Boiled Sports Basketball Beat is sponsored by both Martin Vintage and AJ's. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. And if you're hungry, head on over to AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. Founded by a couple of Purdue alums, you'll love their new location, burgers, beer selection, and sit-down, classy atmosphere. Thanks to Martin Vintage and AJ's for their ongoing support.
1: But we we're we're getting into some place that we haven't been in years. In a couple right of years, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna test that theory because <laughs> Let's see. this product is tough. I mean that that's the thing. It's um, you know, you guys know on Twitter it becomes a real dark place when when the team starts losing and um, it's not like the fun bar that we all have our arms around each other and are yelling at each other and high fiving. It's like. We're at a bar. There's a guy down there who's drank way too much, and there's a guy on the other end who came in with a chip on his shoulder, and they're What'd yelling at f- each other across.
2: What'd
0: you end. do? Follow me yesterday, or what?
2: <laughs> what? You know what's really bad though is Instagram. If you look at the Instagram comments, they're they're like worse than Twitter sometimes.
1: Instagram feels a bit like it's almost like the since there's a, a video medium and a you know there's there's pictures there. People regress to the the YouTube comment section which is the lowest of the low. It's um it's pretty bad. And the things they're they're throwing barbs out there towards like the basketball team posts. Yeah. And those kids are reading that. "Ah, ah, Makes me feel icky. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's like you I yeah anyway. I mean we'll we'll talk about it. Just don't you can there should be like a lag on all (laughs) posts on the internet. Which is like like you hit send and then Six minutes goes by. Like, whatever your snooze alarm is, like, <laughs> let's say it's eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that me, that yeah. goes by. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it pops up and says, You posted this. Confirm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you, yeah,
2: you should get a notification. Are you yeah. sure you want to be a. You big really want to
0: be an. A- right yeah, now. Yeah, huh? You have right. to confirm it. And it's like, I think that's a, you know, whatever your snooze,
2: your snooze time is. And, and for some people, that snooze might need to be 24 hours, 48 hours. <laughs> yes. That might so be right. a lifetime snooze on some, <laughs> some people. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Beat. I'm Michael. With me is Amish and Rowdy Dowdy Dowd. I'm here. This this is um um.
0: This is that's what that's what you say every time you walk into a room with
1: that. I'm here. <laughs> and then
2: oh, my name is Dowd. I have entered the room. I am entering the room. I have completed entering the room.
1: And people just
2: flock. That's, they flock. It's really amazing. You know, like we joked about that with Dowd because it's funny. But if you walk around Purdue with a niche, that <laughs> like actually happens.
1: You walk around Nashville with a niche, it happens.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's because I stand out like a sore thumb. However, once Dowd starts talking, they're like, oh, you. Oh, <laughs> oh it's him. That whole I can section hear him, but I don't of, know where he is. <laughs> a knows
2: down. Well, gentlemen, we, we have
1: uh, – I was at – speaking A being heard. I was at Mackey Arena last night. Mm. Not many people heard me last night. It's weird. Eh? And I, I, I've, I talked to a couple people around this. A warm malaise has flowed over me. I'm not angry. Are you just at peace. I don't know if it's peace. It's...
2: <laughs> it's so you can you can always tell when when doubt is like cross the anger threshold because the sarcasm it get, get, gets kicked up to like ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. I think it's pretty straightforward.
1: At no sarcasm right anymore, even in our threads. Right. I'm just saying. Well, Steve. during the game, you
2: were laying it on pretty thick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: the post game, it's like this. Like, well, I feel like I feel like you feel like you figured this team out to a certain extent.
0: It's it feels- like you snap back. It's like you have your post game cigarette, and your brain, your brain is back, and you're like, you're you're okay. like you have complete okay. and like complete 360 degree yeah. view yeah. of the situation. What but during that, like, the game. Ball? yeah, during the game it was just gone. it's just yeah. gone.
1: It was uh, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's weird because the the game started, and I don't know what if you could feel like this on TV the the crowd was was trying to kind of get it, you know, moving. it was it was loud. It got up to like a hundred something decibels really early. I was watching I always watch the decibel meter now that I know where it is. and but the team was so flat, right? Like they just were mm-hmm. they they weren't there. And then, you know, a and dude kick-hand. punches and the, the guy in no yeah. in the nuts and steps on his chest and all of a sudden the, the team's involved, but instead of going on a fifteen or twenty point run, they went on a six point run. Yeah.
0: And they, they had a ton of chances. I oh, mean, yes. so oh, Illinois, yes. I think, went six straight possessions without scoring. And yeah. that was after Purdue. So Purdue was down, I think, something like seven when the kick happened. Yeah. And then uh, they tied the game up. And then after they tied it, there was like six possessions of no scoring or turnovers, mm-hmm. and Purdue just didn't. I think there were two points, there was two free throws in that entire stretch, and to me, that was, that along with that second half stretch were the ones where like you don't take advantage of when things are going your way, especially in Mackey, when you know typically you give teams the business and yeah. it's it's yeah. a wrap right and you let them breathe and then in the second half i mean things just fell apart well, so let me talk- ask you
1: guys a question obviously you guys both think illinois is good i think illinois is good but is this a is this a,
0: a a case in point of a team just being an awful matchup for i mean we were talking about this before the game that i thought that the defense um would match up really well cuz they are a great post uh kofi coburn is that his name that dude sure that dude is (laughs) like he makes he is bigger than isaac haas uh
1: he's He's seven foot even but man
0: i mean he is he he is a man he is a man oh and he's 18 years old yeah so
2: He's going like, to be cashing some pretty big paychecks. Yeah,
0: like, I think he was reason. a top 50 player last yeah. year. And so it's like that guy completely took Trevion out of any kind of – I mean, like the post defense was there. So you were hoping that some kind of perimeter player would – Trevion had, what, in.
1: two or three straight shots that were front of the rim to start the second mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. And well, no think,
0: gel no gel had a couple putbacks that didn't go in like at the beginning of the half and it's like but you know
2: too, like the this Purdue team is not incapable of generating chances for themselves. This has been a theme throughout all the season. We've talked about this on pretty much every every BS game thread that we've had. This team can get open shots, can get shots at the rim, can get layups and cannot convert but,
0: them. Right. I know you and have then, to put he, the ball
2: in the basket in, in the, at, early in the season. We were like, okay, generating chances, law of averages, things will even out and settle down. And like the worm has not <laughs> time, no, right? so, like in a positive direction for Brute, Cause they're still getting the same opportunities and they're still unable to convert. And I think one point on the Travion Williams thing is he's so massive that he roots down on the block and then uses that contact with um, his defender to generate momentum lift towards right. the basket, right. unable to do that against Kofi. I mean, yeah, right. when you're, so you're playing close. against
0: a brick wall, yeah, it's like that's yeah. difficult. Yeah. I mean like Right, you know, and they, that's when
1: you need guys that can knock down a fifteen to twenty-two foot jump shot.
0: That's when Four. you need it that is when you need Matt Horams to not pass up um, these because they've got some good perimeter defenders too, and they were getting up yeah. in yeah. Sasha. They were they were not given any space. So to I think Sasha. Sasha had what like one or two three point attempts in the first half. So it's like they weren't even letting him get the ball. And mm-hmm. so what what that's left with is you know your big when you're playing the two big lineup. Kofi yeah. is taking out, um, Trevion, which means at the top you have Matt Harms free. Yeah. you know, you got all of the attention on uh, Hunter, all of the attention on Sasha. Harms gets the ball with plenty of space to shoot a three-pointer, and he passes it up time after time. In the second half, he started taking them, like, I think maybe one or two. But he needs – I mean, like, I, this was something that I was saying in the preseason. I want him shooting five threes a game, yeah. especially now that I think he went worked. one
1: for one, didn't he? That was
0: it. Yeah, so it's like, keep yeah. shooting, man. Yeah, Why right are you on. not – and so, Especially
2: because it's it's Sasha has been the only consistent contributor from yeah, yeah. from distance. And you can't you can't have like one guy who like as good of a shooter as he is. And he is. He's got a great quick release. He's he's fine. Yeah. But um he can he is not the type of player that can be the only one.
0: Right. I mean, Hunter Hunter has been actually more consistent than him through the season. But you forgot that and you he's gone. Hunter has disappeared. Yeah. The last well, two games, he yeah, is he is he a in front of the And but, you know, yeah.
1: you what what is frustrating? But he's still missing layups though. He missed two layups versus what, Illinois.
0: To me, what's frustrating is that at least offensively the last two games it was where you were hoping no-gel Eastern was at the beginning of the year, right? right yeah. Right, and right. so, like, no-gels looked great, especially against um, uh, Maryland. I mean, like, he, he had his best game of the season against Maryland. And that I was – Illinois,
1: he was better offensively. Like, he yeah. was not very good defensively. He even hit, like, which a couple
0: like, little bunnies, like a yeah.
1: couple 10 the defense. to 20 He hit well. a, a knockdown jumper where I was like, dude, that was that looked good. It didn't look like we were all going, No, no. And it was end he had of the a 15-footer, 16-footer. It, it, it was end
0: of the shot clock, too, which tells me, like, just don't think about it, man. Yeah, like, you should, you should... You're a Big Ten starter. Like, right. relax. It's, it's fine. The um, shot is still ugliest in the, Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 but the, def- the defense was really disappointing in the second half, and that was something – so I, as much as relaxing. I saw – I saw Purdue strength matching up against Illinois' strength like when Purdue had the ball, but I thought that Purdue would hold him under, you know, 50, especially for this season. And it's like to uh, to get them to, uh, you know, almost 70 is like you can't. Frazier, no-
1: Frazier was unstoppable to yeah. start with, right? I mean, like there was a play where he drove to the left and Nogel tried to step out on him, and it was like he wasn't even there. He was by him so quickly. Yeah. and And that was the one that was like the end of my – my, you know, I was like, okay, this game's over because yeah. they cannot stop them on offense. They cannot have a good. They didn't have a good possession on defense for a period of, or on offense. Pardon me, for a period of seven minutes, like they just couldn't get a good shot away. It was like almost looked like they were trying to run ISO for Nojel Eastern, which we know they weren't doing. But <laughs> the the thing is, Illinois was sagging off of him and then taking away everything else, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, well, good thing Nojel was hitting a couple shots because it would have been just flat out, you know, a bloodbath like it was in Champagne. But it wasn't far off, guys. And we gotta, we gotta remember too: the guy that got ejected went for what sixteen and twelve. In sixteen
0: Champaign. and twelve, and that's the thing. It's like this was not an even matchup. This should have been. Illinois is one of the best teams in the Big Ten this year, yeah. like it or not. Like that is what it is. Same with Rutgers. Rutgers is probably like outside of michigan state the most impressive team in the big 10 which mm. means that we're in for a weird 2020 mm. but like you can't when the, one of their you know starters goes down that killed purdue what three weeks ago two weeks ago for 16 and 12 purdue should have the upper hand you're playing in Mackey, it shouldn't be a problem and so to me that game was even though you know you you Look at the numbers part of it. Um, there still is a shot that Purdue gets to eighteen wins. Um, so, I th- so let
1: me. There's, there's a question here off Twitter that I want to ask you guys because I think it flows right in with this, and I have a strong opinion about this. I think you guys already know my answer, but um, Matt, who is uh, Trip Truman, he's written into the show before. He's written into Handsome Hour probably probably to the Basketball Beat as well. He he says somehow Purdue is ranked twentieth in the ESPN BPI. 28th in Kenpom. I bet they're not very good in the net, though. He's not telling about that. I bet they're in the 50s in the net right now, and that one matters. But he doesn't mention that. With that being said, do you guys believe this basketball team will still make the tournament? And you're saying to get the path is to get to 18. I think it's 19 or 20 at least.
0: Well, so wow. 18 regular season. Because yeah. then if you, yeah. gra- if you grab a win or two in the – 18 in the regular season sets you up to grab a win or two in the tournament. The Big Ten – Though it doesn't, it's not as top heavy as prior years. I mean, last year's Purdue team would have run away with, you know, with um, this Big Ten season. So it's kind of a, you know, it's, it, it's frustrating that way. It always seems like Purdue is reloading when everybody else is also reloading. Yeah. Um, but so do you feel, do you feel, last, give me a
1: percentage. Last what?
0: night was yeah. the first was the first time that I felt that I don't see how this team gets to 18 wins Mm -hmm. I you know it's just and I guess Friday's game is going to be pretty important because it's going to see how you be they're going to see how um they rebound on the road after probably one of the more disappointing um losses of the season i'm sure that they're looking forward to never playing illinois again um maybe until the big 10 tournament but going to wisconsin is not where you want to rebound when you're lacking confidence even though wisconsin's not great so it's like unless they show me something there This is where – this is the first time this season, yeah, that I'm wavering.
2: This They have some good wins, right? Like this is not one of those years where the non-con didn't go well. Non-con went fine. The Michigan State win was good. There are things that if they get in the general vicinity of – 18 wins yep. that you can make a good case they'll be they'll have a better profile than other teams in that 18 to 20 range and it's gonna, it's question's a bad gonna be a bubble this year it's, too it's gonna be well i think that purdue is going to be stuck in the middle of the conference and yep. it's going to be what how many teams from the big 10 are
0: going to get a bid this year oh I, I don't know i to Seven, me it's like five uh, five to seven is usually the good bid. The problem is we gotta they gotta
1: give out bids, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, exactly. You can't. And, and, you and have this have is the 68. same problem
0: we've had. You know, like you
1: look across the nation, there are a lot of bad teams, and I think the Big Ten, it's almost like, you know, uh, you know, Krzyzewski and Izzo's reputation precedes them. The Big Ten, people say, okay, this is a good basketball conference. So where they had eight last year, yeah,
0: they'll
1: probably have seven this year, six or seven. <laughs> I. I I am pretty down about this this whole scenario of the possibility of a tournament. Um, I went through last night, which I hadn't gone through specific, you know, each game by game. When I got home, I said, "Okay, so I'm going to really try to be again trying to be logical here." And mm-hmm. I went through, and I'm having a hard time finding five or six wins, guys.
0: I the the I, you like I said, the the matchups.
1: Big, it's trouble. It's trouble. So.
0: It's not a top heavy big 10 but it is i mean like i i don't think that there are too many awful teams in there I, there are no wins that you can just close your eyes and and check it off and well, so the one that is, i
1: call one of my call wins is at northwestern but who's to say this team will beat a team on the road
0: yeah you would hope home the homestead against uh indiana would yeah. be another win because indiana is not looking that great this year either but, but if they if they show
1: up, we I've seen uh, is it uh, Jackson Davis? Yeah, man, he's
0: good. Yeah. he's so really Indiana, good.
1: And let's say one of Purdue's bigs gets in gets in foul trouble, and yeah. the other one's still nagging with injury. Yeah, and he goes. Matt off, Harms cannot hold the post right now because of that hip. That is that's a real real thing. Like you watch him, he's he's a thin and light guy anyway. But now he's getting really muscled up because that right leg, he can't push off of it. So
2: he's trying to play through it. He's trying to be tough. And it's not working real well. It's, I think Indiana is in a similar boat in terms of how good they are to Purdue. And they, but they do have some weapons that can go off, and and really make things tough. But you look at this schedule, you've got Wisconsin at home, then at Rutgers, at Northwestern, Iowa at home, at IU, Penn State at home. I mean, these are not none of these are. All I mean Penn State's games.
0: Penn State's really good this year. Iowa really good this year. Yeah. Um Northwestern trash. But so you're you're kind of hoping that one is but at least it's bang.
2: A, But it's an away game. Yep. And for yep. whatever reason, like that, he struggles in Evanston. I don't know why. Nine, Nine total road wins for the conference this year,
1: and one of them was last night. So that's crazy. Nine I total
0: total mean wins. So that that's that's why last night was the first time that my Um, Belief that this team would get to 17 or 18 wins in the regular season is just kind of shaken. Like I, I, it's it's going to be a tough road, and I don't know. I don't know. Purdue's leading. I I got here. I got a hot
1: take right now. I got a hot take. If things, Things don't change in a hurry. Purdue won't go to the NIT.
0: Well
1: no, I No, you know, look at the schedule. Look at the schedule, I boys. I, I, I challenge people who are listening to do it too. And it's because games that look like sure wins at the beginning of the season before we knew these teams, games like Rutgers, games like Penn State, now those games look like mountains. From where I stand right now, they look like mountains. And some of them I'm like, even I mean, these teams are these teams are good. They're not okay. They're good this year. Wait, wait,
0: but do, how much does the NIT matter to you? Not that it's it not, it's it should not, it, exactly. You want to be at the point where you are still in the NIT thing where, as opposed to not being in the field at all. Um, but, still is like if we don't make the tournament you know purdue is at the purdue under painter now is at the level where you know we're expecting sweet 16s and a top three finish in the conference so it's like if we miss the tournament whatever like this
2: is this is a different kind of purdue struggle than what we saw yes. during the anthony johnson and oh, Ronnie yeah. johnson years but the outcome could be very similar i think that the probability of missing the nit is low but like if you there it's conceivable that things fall apart and if if things fall apart more than losing four out of the last five yeah then then i think that's a possibility and then you look to say okay what can be developed this year that will pay dividends next year when the team will experience a significant talent upgrade at some very important it's 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 talent
0: upgrade it's talent upgrade in depth because purdue doesn't really lose anybody this year Mm -hmm. um and uh you know just the the senior transfers but you know frankly once big 10 season started neither of them had been too effective um at any kind of factors so it's like you're adding four extremely talented freshmen um at, to a mix of you know six or seven rotation players, so yeah. all of a sudden next year becomes really fun. Next year becomes really promising. The the foundation that you're building on with these four really talented young guys yes. is is better. So but what they, they really need? The they really
1: need one of those guys to have some mean to him because here's the difference between the teams that were finishing towards the bottom of the conference years ago when Painter really struggled. Those teams had guys on the team that were tough to root for and had problems with the team, right? There were things happening that we all found out about later. Multiple guys were not buying in, right? Now you've got a team everybody seems to be buying in, right? And this Mm -hmm. may be exactly what you're referencing, Michael, but everybody's bought in. Everybody's easy to root for because these are good guys, but, man, this team is just not very good right now. They're not a good basketball team. They're a horrible offensive team. You know, but and, the, the really disheartening thing is watching the defense lose its footing, right? Because when you don't have defense as this Purdue team, you've got nothing.
2: As any Purdue team, really. Like, That's good. Let's to be honest, good. Like Purdue is not rolling out a bunch of like high-powered wings no matter what year it is. This, this team has always been successful by having a really good defense and then becomes – extra successful when they have offensive players right so if you don't have that base of a good defense especially especially on this team that does not have production from the wings basically like aaron wheeler is just like not giving this team anything either side either side side. and
1: he had he had a play yesterday that really made me mad and that was a rebound came down right in front of him he tried to grab it and he couldn't even effectively grab the ball that
2: was he had position and then he just, it
0: see, it seems like he's in his head
2: yes exactly because he is he is not disappearing on the court like mm-hmm. he's generating open shots like he's active on the boards mm-hmm. like he gets in there and he's moving on defense he's doing the things he's doing 80% of the job right. Right. And that, that 20% <laughs> yeah. through not through a lack of effort. Like right. the dude is not coasting. Not through a lack of effort. It's right. just not falling into
0: place. What Dowd mm-hmm. said was was actually I mean like you know it's pairing what both of you said is that this isn't 2012 tw- or 2013 2014 because you have almost too many nice guys you have right. too many dudes that are trying too hard you don't have Carson on the team you don't have Biggie on the team you don't have these like just killers yeah. that that will um at least offensively you know exert the will and you well, can kind of lean so on them
2: the, the asterisk to that is we've seen a little bit of that from Travion
0: yeah I yeah, no, think
2: the thing that has held him back in games where he hasn't played well has been D- development like he's just like, he's good but he's not he's not there yet he's not maximizing things that, that's a process that takes a little bit of time and then um everyone likes to compare him to biggie which i don't think is a fair comparison because physically athletically they're on two different two different levels and so when he comes across someone who um he can't bully then he he struggles but like that michigan game that was that was tough guy, Travion. Mm-hmm, true. The team his back.
1: The ball, fact, that's yeah. kind of the problem, right? He's not the only one on the team that, that the consistency is just not there. Um, and to me, this is the problem with a lot of these Purdue players, especially the – well, I mean, we talk about Sasha, right? Yeah. Sasha is a guy who can't create his own shot. Right. Sasha is a guy that likes to dive for balls every now and again, though. He's not a guy that is going hard all the time. When I say going hard, I mean like being the guy that's the gnat that makes life hard, the Chris Kramer, Brian Cardinal type business model, which I think this Purdue team desperately needs a guy, a gnat on the team, right? They need a guy who's a lift, who is – Doing the really really difficult things, not one or two places. He did it one time yesterday. The
0: I one. mean, the, you know, Eifert, honestly, yes, last year was yes, one that Eifert never stopped that, did he? Right. As, uh, you know, central casting as it might seem, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like you know th- those are the that was actually one of the big differences between Purdue's early season, um you know early season swoon is that you finally got that power forward spot solidified by you know unlikely as it was Grady Eifert and so um, I don't I mean like honestly the thing that would solve this it like instantly is consistently shooting consistency from Trevion and, or Amina from, um, from Sasha and from Hunter that, I mean, like that turns this to every time they're both on this team is different. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately they are, you know, every other game or every third game kind of guys. And when both of them are out of it, like it was last night, It's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's completely produce a non-factor,
2: which brings us back to looking forward to next year because like Eric Hunter specifically was a huge minus last year Mm -hmm. and he's made some great strides this year. Huge strides he's he's a fun player to watch yep. like he's yep. got you he, you watch him play and you're like okay yeah this guy is a this guy's a big 10 player right like right. he's not a bench warmer in the big 10 this dude is a contributor at the big 10 level right but he's not fully baked yet right mm-hmm. and and, met, and next year you hope he's baked a little bit more I, I caveat that by saying this is probably the exact sentence that i used to describe aaron wheeler last year and yeah. Look where that's gotten us
0: well yeah. but we had se- we have seen something from Eric Hunter this year I mean like you know like we've seen a, a mini uh, we've seen a progression um, from him this year just like uh, undoubtable uh, undoubtable stat sheet like mm-hmm. progress has been made so it's like um that's the that's the positive part of it and the other thing is like it is um, Tyrone Johnson syndrome where maybe if you are the second, uh option on a team that's not your greatest role, but if you're the fourth or fifth option on a team all of a sudden things open up and so yeah it's you're with, a killer if
2: you're number four right so with, with
0: right. because More, you got a yeah, different yeah, guy
1: defending you right a different yeah. level of
2: defense and and the team is not relying on you to bring it like every yeah. night like Tyrone, man if he was a third or fourth option on a, a team with a really solid one or two like he would have been
0: yeah. i mean like on the yeah. on the hummel the hummel ryan smith um uh LuJack year like that mm-hmm. that year he was a good role player well right? when he was the
1: man it does not it was, did not work it's
0: not good so you got questions yeah I, well i've got a very good
1: question uh another one that rolls right into here uh this is from uh boy i can't read their their name right here because it's off screen uh unlawful badger um Very easy question to answer. During uh, – do you drink more whiskey with the boilers losing or winning?
0: Winning. I can't do it. Honestly, I cannot – I am not a guy – that can drink when he is emotionally like distraught right or like just angry i just find myself sitting there and friggin' stewing yeah. like i can't yeah. i couldn't do it if it would be, have been so easy if after the virginia loss i could just go out to the bars and get blitzed but unfortunately <laughs> that's not how <laughs> i right. i just kind of yeah. shut down i uh, feel like
2: I, I just like sat on the couch for a while yeah and just was like like thinking about things, you know. You way too deep about it. But like, like I, I don't drink as much during Purdue basketball, but football brings out the. the drink well, you're
1: doing perfect. it every time. You're doing it, it's Saturday, right? That's that's one true. That's positive. True. These
2: Tuesday night games plus a,
1: a lot of whiskey probably are a bad
2: decision for your career. Yeah, I'm, I'm old now. I can't be like yeah, like tying tying one on on a random Thursday.
0: You're drinking your Tang. I see you drinking. I see that. Gatorade. It looks like a child's cup it's, of. It's uh, <laughs> It's
2: this is um, this is Gatorade, original um, okay.
0: original orange. A new sponsor to the program.
2: Yeah, yeah, sponsor. Uh, shouts to Gatorade. <laughs> um,
0: Which you can uh, drink while wearing your Martin Vintage t-shirts. MartinVintage.com. Enter
1: boiled at checkout for twenty percent off.
0: Next Martin question.
1: Vintage uh well the uh the next question is from our pal uh pu fall cities um i think this is a good question for i want to hear if you guys both will have theories on this this is outside of just the purdue family but how do you best explain the the crazy home advantage in the big 10 this year what's your theory um there are no great teams but there are many good teams so i've got a
2: theory for this and i'd I'd be interested to hear anisha's thoughts but my theory is that uh, when the clock struck midnight December 31st to January 1st. Mm -hmm. The universe, like as we know it, like folded upon itself and entered a a vortex of some Mm -hmm. sort. Okay, I'm not a physicist, so I'm not exactly sure how the math all works out. And then we entered some like bizarro world upside down. Like, things just went, like, nuts. Nothing makes sense anymore, and the only way to cope with our new reality is just to embrace the inherent absurdity that is our current lives. That, or we all died in a mass extinction Uh event Mm. uh, recently within the last, like, month or so, Mm. and since we're all terrible people, this is hell, and we are just experiencing it.
0: But we're Mm. not, like,
2: bad so like we're getting stuck by pitchforks by devils. We're uh-huh. more on like the first circle, uh, of hell. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah, Just like super weird and inconvenient. We're okay. just
0: moderately bad
1: people. Well, both They're both good theories. I like those. Those are those. those are an issue, an issue an anything
0: like that? Uh, uh, Basketball is not that great this year. <laughs> Here,
1: was, I've got a theory. I want I want to bounce theory, this off you guys. But I like I, I, it, but the problem with this. Okay, so the last time, just um, the last time, there were this many. Um, unranked teams beating top 10 teams was I think three years ago okay so this th- that's a different that's a different issue but it's kind of the same to me I think those kind of go together my theory is that I don't know if you guys realize this 29.1 percent of the players available last year transferred so my thought is that these transfers some of them work out great right some of them help a team but some of them the chemistry does not click right away, and teams lose kind of their um, their ability to gel and their mental toughness, overall mental toughness. I keep saying this: the mental toughness matters, right? We we've seen mentally tough teams, right? Um, and this Purdue team is not one. So my theory ha- ha- comes down to is that greater chemistry because a lot of teams just aren't, you know, that seasoned in the Big Ten.
2: I think I think that's 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 reasonable that. The one semi-serious answer that I would have, that kind of goes along with like in that same sort of vein, is I think in the Big Ten, I think um, the coaches have become more closely aligned in terms of how how good they are. Like, I, yeah, I, I, th- I actually like Rutgers upgraded at coach. Yeah, you know that. Like Illinois got a good coach. Like, like these teams. That kind of had to suck a little bit as they went through some transition coaching transitions. Like they might have found a decent guy, and things are sort of paying off a little bit. And that's yeah,
1: yeah. That it feels like that. It, I mean, this feels a lot like football, really, right? Because we've got a couple teams that are surprising everybody as they are really in the hunt. They're in that top third of the conference. Of Watch, records, watching Ohio State just fall apart, which yeah, I did not see that coming. They after looked. looking so good, after yes. looking so yeah. good. It's uh, it's it's tough to figure. It's really tough to figure, and I don't know. I think there are a lot of smarter people than me trying to figure this out that do. I like, they do I like the worst.
0: wormhole idea. However, yeah, probably the better one.
2: Yeah, I mean that the hell theory is like slightly ahead for me. Just in general, like I think we're in hell, but. Uh... <laughs>
0: i think i think time travel is real i think everything I, i'm just pointing to everything right now okay. i this tells me that time travel is real because yeah. it means that somebody messed up somebody yeah. screwed there's up there's a butterfly effect going yeah and we're we're in one of those will it realities. correct itself next year uh, but shake the eight ball ask again later
2: <laughs> it, it depends it depends on whether the um the leaders in, in 3259 who sent the original person back who screwed things up uh-huh. are able uh-huh. to recognize their mistakes and send back like a Terminator-ish. Uh-huh. Well, the good news in
1: 3259, people are still around. I think that's good news in itself. Well, I said people, but... Yeah,
0: I was going to say, it's no, no guarantee. It could, could be like a time-traveling traveling score.
2: Yeah. 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 Like like Thanos, like, snapped. like mm-hmm. right. yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, I... I, I is there a player? This is not a question from Twitter, but is there a guy that, that's coming in or is being redshirted right now that you you think this guy is the straw that that stirs the drink? There's one guy that you're like, okay, that's the difference maker we're missing. He's gonna he, this guy's gonna come in right away. Instant impact. I think a lot yeah. to ask a freshman, but who's your guy?
0: I think Ethan More Ethan Morton is coming in with my expectations. Like he I uh, think he is that kind of killer mentality that uh, that the team needs and all the other three guys are supremely talented um, but I think the mentality that we're missing is yeah, I I think is going to come from him Okay. Morgan? I
2: mean I think that's fair I think the team has just generally speaking a lot of guys who can come in and do things that no one on the current roster can, can really do mm-hmm. yeah they complement well yeah they complement well and um a year in practice and and on the bench watching means you know Newman and, and Gillis like those guys can can develop as well so yeah. I don't I don't know if we if we know like one person but I think I think the wings are just generally going to be better if for no reason other than depth is going to be greatly improved
1: i think i th- for me it's ivy uh, uh, he's the guy that i think has because
2: you saw that dunk video on twitter uh, like, dude, loved oh dude your oh
0: no i missed this what uh, how did you miss this it I was everywhere
1: i think that matters second. right now because this team needs some of that man that's just the thing we just need somebody who really believes he's i mean,
2: I
0: mean he's, he's, back,
2: man. it was he so is.
0: nice He's he's the son of Notre Dame women's basketball royalty, and he's coming to Purdue. So it's like that. uh, He's already won me over. It's almost
2: like
1: we've already we had it happen the other way with Gary Harris, right? Yep.
0: Yep. Exactly. (laughs) I'm
2: gonna send you that video like right now because yeah, um, I'm in. It was absolutely incredible.
1: Okay, if there's we asked I think we asked this during football season. Uh, Mike at PU Fall City, that's another good question. A little different than the last one, but um, if you could trade for one player from another Big Ten team, who would it be and why?
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean if it's if it's not Cassius Winston, then I don't really know what you so boy good. or what game you're watching. Like he is, I dislike everything about Michigan State except for that dude. Like yeah. he and he's is,
1: tough not to to like too, isn't he? He
0: is a good player. Uh, he is, and he would fit. And it's just yes, I yeah, I don't know how that's how he's not your answer. Yeah. Michael, you got a different one? No. <laughs> yeah, it's Cassius Winston. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cassius
2: yeah. Winston. Because um, honestly, like, I think the – I mean, it might be thinking too much about it, but this team doesn't – I don't think has anyone who's clearly got a position locked down to the point where you wouldn't look for an upgrade. In other words, it's not like, oh, man, if we only had a center – this team would be so much different. Best, it,
0: best player it, like, available. You're you yeah, best player available. Exactly. You're the Cleveland Browns drafting at number three overall, the... and just so like everybody is is there. Yeah. Let, let me ask you guys a
1: question. This is kind of a derivative. I'm not gonna give the guy question, uh, full credit for it. How would have Matt Painter reacted if a Purdue player would have stomped on an Illinois player's chest last night? I, I think Underwood handled it. Excellent.
0: Yeah, I thought he I I noticed that right away is yeah. that he what well, he didn't say anything to the ref after he told Both. him he was uh, ejected. He even at the halftime interview, I don't know if you saw that afterwards he down, but like yeah. he was just like I didn't see it, but you is not going to stand. Like yeah. I you know, In I got to rewatch He was yeah. even
1: better. Like that's the thing. He took even another step towards oh, the
0: cuz he'd seen it at halftime, you know. Right. So it's right. like yeah. Yeah, well, one of his
1: coaches must have been in his ear because it was funny. They they kind of stood up. I don't think they were looking that way when it happened because when the ref came over to signal to him, he didn't go back at him. He didn't do one thing. He just kind of nodded and turned right back around. One of his coaches must have been watching it happen right yeah. when it happened. So. Yeah.
0: Um so I think Boehner's very, very similar. I think it, it just it's the it's the Achilles heel of him with five star recruits, right? Is that he can't lie. So I think he like <laughs> he's not a BSer. So I think and he would
2: but he's also not one of those who's gonna like do like a, a performance at the press conference yeah. to yeah. like to let the world know just like how tough he is, you right, know. Tom Izzo. I, He's no, no, not gonna he's ham it up better. on
0: Tom Izzo it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not going to like do a Tom Izzo. He was very interesting in his post
1: game comments. He was really, uh, I listened to his radio comments, not his presser, but he was very controlled. He was very angry. um But he kept saying, he said, I honestly thought I wouldn't have to get these guys motivated for this game because of the way the last Illinois game went. Yeah. And I was wrong. So this is on me. This outcome's on me. Because I made a miscalculation and I didn't really do enough to get these guys ready. I thought they'd be ready on their own.
2: It's an interesting way, way of saying something, isn't it? Well, it's the coaching way of saying like, "I'm not mad. I'm disappointed." Right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like you got arrested. That's my fault for being a shitty parent because I must be a shitty parent because you got arrested. Right. <laughs> like that's what that's what that was.
0: That's very good. I, oh and my! I this Jaden Ivy dunk. So I just
2: sent Anish the the Jaden Ivy duck. Oh dunk. my I mean, goodness! Look at that thing.
0: I'm gonna oh, retweet God. it right now. This was from four days ago. It's, I don't it's, care.
2: It's fine. You're only a week behind. Oh, it's fine. And the
0: internet, it's 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 very slow
2: moving, so it's fine. Yeah, might as well be like during the Lincoln administration. That's
1: right. <laughs> I love that when you'd say something like a half day later, a day later, my my brother tends to do this. He'll send me a link of something on Twitter, and I'm like. I usually say, so you don't follow Boiled Sports on Twitter, do you? Because I retweeted this a day ago. Wait, who is this that does this? My older brother. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Um, but uh, here, I got a question, and I don't know if uh, both of you will care to answer or will, but it's it's directed at a niche specifically I, from Mitch, Mitch Wright. I'm offended, really. Yeah. But well, I used you, to you it. might be more, but I don't think you will. Uh. Anish and anyone else who's a Pacers fan, how much are you looking forward to seeing Oladipo come back? Why are the Pacers beating the Lakers in four? Yeah, and I why think, are the Pacers beating the Lakers in four?
0: I think if people, if Pacers fans should know that super, that stars coming off of pretty traumatic leg injuries take a while to get back to their original, uh, playing, you know, uh, Danny level. <clears throat> Exactly. Pacers fans should know this. Should know, yeah. Wings that destroy their legs sometimes take a while to become themselves again. And, or don't at all.
2: Can I put an even finer point on that? To say that like, this doesn't necessarily just mean that he's not going to be the same the rest of this season. It might take a little bit next season, too. Yeah, take it. Like, that's like, that's what happens
0: when you don't... miss a year. Things take a while. Now, uh, Malcolm Brockton is dope. Malcolm Brogdon's incredible. I loved him when he was in college. And Warren's good right now. Warren is. The Suns gave Purdue picks to take Warren. Right, I don't yeah. know if you followed that part of it, Dowd, but the Suns gave Purdue two second-round picks. to you keep take, saying Purdue, to,
1: and I know you Purdue, don't mean Purdue. The
0: Pacers. That's great. You, well, I don't know. If we'll <laughs> that'd be that all right, more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, so so the, the whole, Pacers got true.
1: Warren and picks to get Warren because it gave yeah. them cap space? Is yeah. that what it was?
0: Nobody was really sure at the time except for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that's...
2: Well, the, the Phoenix Suns are like bad. a mix of like, – Bad of like, and bad. The Raiders, like the Cleveland Indians, like they're they're a disaster out there in the desert, yeah. man. Yeah, well, they're, that they're in Arizona and no one notices how poorly run an organization. this.
0: They, I mean, like now that Sterling is out, Sarver might be one of the on the shortlist with oh. uh, with uh, the great Dolan of J Money fame.
2: I think he's worse
0: than Dolan. Uh, he's pretty he's pretty bad. He's pretty bad
1: so so guys are you are you planning on getting back to campus you're going to be are your schedule is going to allow it
0: i i probably will in the fall definitely i think well
1: when you come back what's what's your first stop on campus usually i mean where do you guys usually go
0: man um, yeah, there's so many uh there's so many aj's oh AJ's.
1: that's see that's what i was gonna say that's i tell you what if you go to aj's if you went there tonight let's pretend right now There'd be TVs all around. The warm glow of the television would be there. It'd be cold outside, but it'd be warm in there. You yeah. might get a pint of your favorite beer on draft. You might get a – you might find another another pint that have, you know – they've got 20 others that aren't on draft. And then you could have – oh, man, they're appetizers. I like the um, – it's really healthy. It's macaroni and cheese yeah. breaded and deep fried. Yeah. Um, that's that's very good. And um, and then I'll get a, a burger. Um Everybody should visit AJ's, but if you can't go tonight, go to eataj's.com, uh-huh. and then you can you can order right now if you're on campus or nearby. I don't know if they deliver to DC or Pittsburgh, but I, I'll look into it. Listen, they them.
0: delivered to me in Chauncey Hill. This was uh, ten years before uh, DoorDash or anything like that. Uber Eats, yeah. So they can they can deliver to me in Pittsburgh. They can figure out a way.
1: You're still working off that uh, that uh, cheeseburger and onion rings, probably, right? Oh yeah. It's t- is never the best. Yeah. It's the
0: best. It never leaves.
1: So, by the way, I, I don't know if you guys do this. this is unrelated day, as Well, it could be partially related to AJ's Now that I think of it. But I, I was just filling out a medical form. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> and <laughs> year yearly insurance stuff. And and I said, sure. I said, guess where I guess what just happened. I filmed out filled out my weight and my height. And guess what the this medical thing said to me? It said you're obese. <laughs> oh. And I was like. Am I obese? I'm, I'm well aware that I might have a little extra cushion for the pushing. But, sure. but wow, that
0: hurt BMI me. is rude. BMI is just designed to be a rude statistic. It hurt. It hurt. It's uh, uh, you should, Listen, you've got a great beard and you've got a very symmetrical face. Let's focus on the positives, what it's you're good saying. Things. <laughs> just like just that. Good things. Let's focus on the
1: positives. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And so uh, similarly with our boilers – What's the what's the positive we can take? what's the thing you guys can tell the people that are listening who have have stuck with the boilers enough that they're listening to podcasts about their boilers? Yeah. What what's the positive you guys can take away right now? For this year. This year.
0: This year. This is. Trevion is still a a tremendous amount of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Gel seems to be playing the best basketball of the season, and get some shooting and things could change. Uh. The the overall reason to feel happy is that Purdue doesn't lose any of these players next year. They're all good dudes to root for and Purdue gets four rotation players like who yeah. can step in and play right away next yeah. year. So, Michael, there's yeah, it's good.
2: No, yeah. I I think that's the that's the thing. I think you look at the positive plays even if it's not consistent you start to see what some of these guys can do and start thinking about how they can fit on and on a ro- roster that's going to get a huge talent upgrade next year they'll still be young none of these those guys are proven we'll see what happens but out of four really strong players in a development project in a fifth there's bound to be some hits and this team still has a bright future um, and you never know. Like this is a team that beat Virginia and Michigan State. Like they yep. have it in them to play well. And this is a rough stretch. And I'm I'm going to toot my own horn here and say mm-hmm. that I called in early, like before the season started, that I anticipated mm-hmm. a mid-year swing for this team. I think everyone agreed with me on this one. Maybe this is the mid-year swing, and there's an uptick on on the way. So let can't like, wait much longer, right?
1: Meeting, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see it. I'd love to. It. it would. It'd be fun. This is where. My my pessimism starts blinding me to the to the enjoyment of things. But if they made this big swing right now, I would love it because I just don't see that coming right now. So that'd be a lot of fun. Whenever I'm surprised pleasantly by my favorite teams, I I'm I'm pleased as punch. So this has been this has been tough couple of weeks for me as a fan because I. Gosh, that that offense just stuck in oatmeal is just so tough to watch for me. You know, so. Oatmeal. Nope.
0: Yeah. Warm oatmeal. Delicious. Okay, we've been around long enough. Thank you yeah. all Thank for you. listening. We'll be back. We'll be back eventually. We'll probably be back next week or the week after. Who knows? I don't Life know. What t- you short. have such a rigorous yeah, schedule. Questions. <laughs> don't yeah. bug us just relax man just chill. content's coming bro content's coming dowd has got quick casts we give you like two podcasts a week it's fine don't worry about it it's yeah. fine we'll see you next uh, year see ya <laughs>